sliding into the DMs. I have no idea. <laughs> Is that a, a driver's motor vehicle? Direct messages. Excuse my grandma. She's still learning what it's like to date in 2021. Are you some kind of professional? Hi, everyone. It's Kim and my grandma, Gail, who's my co-host. You can say hi, grandma. Hi. Hi, Kim. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Um, before you guys tune out, this is not another dating podcast about two millennials pretending to know everything about dating, but not being able to even get a text back because we've heard that a billion times. Um, do you listen to podcasts ever, by the way? Never. I don't even know what a podcast is. (laughs) Well, we're on one right now. Okay. Basically, they're going to be able to hear us and, um, not really see us unless they're watching one of our videos. Don't make the questions too hard. Okay. Grandmas are old. I feel like though you think that you're usually like the expert on a lot of this kind of stuff. Well, dating in the fifties and sixties, I was a perfect expert. Right. I don't think in two thousand twenty-one, I'm so good. Well, I feel like that's why we're doing this, right? To understand each other's. Like you have some hot takes on my dating and relationships, even well, though your you don't... dating really is terrible. <laughs> There's no take on that. You think the poor our... choices arbitrarily everyone would just think that I make poor choices? No, I think everybody in 2021 is making poor choices. There's no choices. We're not doing anything. We're sequestered. Oh, do you mean because of the pandemic? Well, pandemic and and just the state of dating uh, this last nine months is there's no dating. Yeah. Well, it's basically all on the apps pretty much. And I don't like the apps. I can't trust them. Well, we're going to get to that in a little bit because I feel like you don't really know much about them. No, I can't even turn on the phone. So how would I know how to work an app? <laughs> right, that's true. Well, luckily you have Poppy, so you don't need to. Well, luckily be on I have right you now. who can turn on my phone. True. We're currently living together during the pandemic down in Palm Beach, Florida, but we're both from New York City, um, Upper East Side, and we live there most of the year. But pandemic's been weird. Um, we were both in the Hamptons for the summer for most of the pandemic. I was living with my parents, and you know we weren't seeing each other as much. But now we're essentially quarantined together. Um, and I'm trying to date during this time. So I fill you in, like we talk on a daily basis pretty much about this stuff, but you don't know every single detail, you know, the gist, but every time we do talk about it, we realize there's some things that are just so different between our generations. I'm 24. I'm almost 25. Um, but you And I'm not telling how old I am. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I was thinking about asking that, but you kind of revealed it by the, when you were in your twenties, what decade was that? The 50s and 60s. It was the, it was the 60s, yes. Okay. So that's really when you were dating as yes. a young adult. I was dating and got married. We didn't date for very long. But you have so many stories. Oh, well, I dated in high school. Yeah, because we oh, all so it was dated. high school. When we you all had dated in the 50s. I mean, dating was a, was a whole terrific way of, of meeting people and going out and doing things. Right. But we didn't have relationships per se. What, how do you define a relationship? Well, somebody that's mutually with one one person at a time, not consecutive partners, and have things to talk about and do together. And really, there was no sex involved, so we don't really discuss that. Yeah, that's, that is so interesting to me because you have sex with someone now before dating them. Like, no, if somebody said to me, oh, this is my boyfriend, we've never slept together, I would be like, you should not be in that relationship. We got married and didn't sleep together till till the wedding night. We didn't do those things. That is crazy. That was just a different mindset. But what if you have sex and then it's terrible? 
Or you just then you lived your life in misery. <laughs> I guess, and you could always. Or get... you got divorced, which so many people did in the seventies. But don't you think there's something to having multiple sexual partners and like being able to have fun in that way until you do settle down? Well, I think it's I think it's interesting to have many sexual partners if it's really a relationship and you're enjoying each other. Just to end an evening because you had a good dinner, I don't think that's that should end with right. sex. So you mean it should be more at a point when you're really connected, exactly, and not and just you, like oh, it was a nice time. Exactly. This, this is not a hand. This is you know, this is not uh, something that you're just going to shake hands and then oh, let's get into bed. Well, even uh, so, like you know what? Obviously, like what what a one night stand is. I know what a one night stand is, and I and I think that's where there were so many pregnancies in my day. But in my day, oh. you couldn't get rid of the baby, so you had children. <laughs> you got married. I was going to ask about that. Casual sex now is so easy because everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people are on birth control Correct. or they can use a condom and it, there's no commitment really. So how's that working for you? <laughs> for me, personally? How's it working for your whole generation? I don't see anything terrific here. The girls don't get married till much later. Well, I feel like it gives you a little bit more autonomy. You can sleep with someone for your own pleasure and you don't have to be worried about getting pregnant. Well, that, no, no question about that. That's gone. We've come a long way in that area. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when you were younger, your friends, like, were condoms invented? I don't know. if con- Condoms were invented in the 50s and 60s, yes. But there wasn't, you know, they, those girls were called loose. So you didn't, those girls were not respected by, by fellows. You tried to hold off at least a little bit till you were engaged or married. What was their reason usually then for sleeping? You don't give it away for nothing. But what? That why had to were be a they? ring at the end of the uh, the tunnel? But those girls who were being called loose, like, do you think they just like it's something they wanted to do, so naturally they did it? Or do I you think, think they were stupid? A lot of them were stupid. They had no idea. They thought that if they went to bed, they wouldn't get pregnant. There were a lot of misconceptions. But why were they doing it? I'm saying, like, for the same reason someone would do it now. No, like, they I think, think sex is fun. sex. People yeah. enjoy sex, right? But some people could control it and and didn't do it. And first of all, you didn't, if you dated, you had an end game. You Mm -hmm. didn't go in a relationship for two or three years. I mean, that was not, So it was always because you saw marriage at the end. So you would never date somebody who you couldn't see yourself marrying? Well, I think in the 20s, of course, now you can't go by me because I got married when I was 21. Mm -hmm. But I think when you were 18, 19 in those days, you didn't, have premarital sex it just wasn't it wasn't the thing to do you you might have gone to other bases how common was it let's say to like give someone a blow job I don't know I never did it <laughs> ever I, I never never that's crazy. And, I, and I'm and I'm married 57 years I'm still not doing it that's, <laughs> that's it you know now like a guy would be like I'm not even giving you a second well you know look. what then goodbye to you yeah but there's so much to be said about like giving. Well, good if head. you're if you're happy doing it, then you should stick with it. It wasn't something that appealed to me at the time. Maybe in a different perspective, it maybe would have. But at the time when I was growing up, we didn't wouldn't even thought of that. It was just something that was not in our frame of reference. That's so crazy. And so no guy would even like try to pressure you in that direction. No, wow. no, no. I don't. I never had one that would. Absolutely not. That's so crazy. Like, I feel like that just says something also about men in general, how they've 
changed because I feel like they were they were a lot more respectful maybe in your time. Not only respectful, but they would never have considered that. That was that was something that was not even a conversation in those days. But it's a different thing now, and I think the women have done it to themselves. The women have become much freer, mm-hmm. and they have less. They, I think the men, the women are looser than the men now. They don't care. Women like to change partners every two minutes. And I, I think that's amazing. Like, I think both... It's good and it's bad. Why do you think it's bad? I think it's bad because you're, you're having... There's no there's no lines to, to be drawn in a relationship now. There should be a beginning, a middle, and an end. An end game somewhere. And if you have none and you don't yeah, care... Yeah, but so actually I saw a really funny like meme on, on social media the other day that was like before, like let's say during your time, you would be holding hands with somebody and say, I wonder when eventually we'll sleep together, right? That was like the end. It went in that trajectory of first you hold hands, one day you'll sleep together. Now it goes, you're sleeping with somebody. I wonder if one day we'll hold hands. Oh, well, it's a changing culture. Which, which it definitely has changed. I mean, there's no question about, mm-hmm. you know, changing. I mean, women didn't really have a big place in the workforce right. in the 50s. I mean, they were homemakers. They worked in small menial jobs, secretaries. There were some doctors, naturally, and lawyers. But those were the exceptions. Um, you know, you didn't have this kind of um, ability for women to break out of a mold. So that, in that case, that's been terrific. That's mm-hmm. been a wonderful change. Mm-hmm. But there are other cases where... People don't feel that being a wife and a mother is enough for them anymore. Right. And that they are they look down on that. That happened very much in the 70s when we used to go to dinner parties and people said, oh, you're just a mom. You're just a homemaker. That's so that interesting. Was, we eliminated friends like that. If they wanted to, you know, it was just the kind of thing where the hell with them. You mm-hmm. know, they didn't respect our ability to raise a family. If, you know, they put their achievements ahead of what was a norm in the earlier times mm-hmm. but you know with which each generation brings up a problem there'll be other problems uh the family unit has broken down in many ways that it didn't when we were growing up we kept in touch constantly with our grandparents our cousins our our uh immediate family all the time. Now you have a, a breakup of that basically because jobs are all across the country and you, right. have, you have different things. Yeah. Well, I think now people are less judgy if someone's a mom or whatever because we acknowledge now that that is a big role. I think there is the idea though, which is a idea as old as time of the pressure to do it all. Can you do both? Can I don't you be... know if you can do it all. Well, we talk about a lot of the time, what you've said to me is like, they, the man has to like you more than you like them. Well, I you... believe that. I firmly don't believe that. the love should be equal on both sides? No. No. Because <laughs> I think I think men can equally love. love. Men are too much like the, um, the monkeys. They go from partner to partner. You got to find one guy that's going to say, no, this is my partner for life, like the swans pick. And the women, uh, a woman is much more satisfied uh, in relationships than a man. A man is always looking, always Mm -hmm. looking. It's just the nature of human nature. And men men look much more than women, even though women now look too. For sure. But I think what I would like to see for you is somebody that looks at you and thinks that you're the beginning and the end of uh, of, of what he would Mm -hmm. desire. But then there's the other point of like you can't come on too strong because a guy who – Oh, Me- no. Like, if a guy meets you and they're already like, you're the one for me, like, it can well, come off I think kind that's of that's pretty icky. creepy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think that's your eventual goal. Nobody can feel that the first 
three or four or five dates. True. I don't think unless right. there's some. So you think always light. give somebody a few dates to like? I feel like I've gone on some dates over the summer where I was like, I still don't know if I like them, and I would be on date like five. I think you're still. You know what? Because dating. During the first of all, dating just now on, mm-hmm. with this situation with COVID isn't real dating. It was like if sitting on a bench and, and drinking a sipping a glass of wine isn't a date. Right. I mean, that was like torture. I yeah. Mean, so it, that was, she's I, referring to a date that I had gone on with a guy, and it was not our first date. And that would maybe have been okay for a first date, get a drink. It was nice scenery sitting on a park bench. This was a little bit later. We like, you. You were we talked about this before the trajectory of first date drinks, second date dinner, right? Thir- like you have to go third date is not going to sleep. That's not what I was going to say. No. I was I was going to say like at some point you have to go out to dinner, right? Well, yes, you have to go out for dinner and have a conversation over a table where you would exchange ideas. But why ideas. can't you have the conversation on a park bench? It's sort of depressing to sit uh, to sit on a bench right. and, and have a whole conversation. It doesn't lend to getting into a, into what you want in life. Are, are but you sitting enjoying at your a career? dinner table does. Well, I think, yes, it's a more formal kind of situation. Mm. I, I, I think that uh, it's not like you're running in the park together. I mean, that's fun, too, and walking on the beach is fun, too. Right. And all all these things make for an interesting composition mm-hmm. of what one relationship Because I went on some pretty be. fun dates over the summer where, you know, it would be mini golf or, like, a drive-in movie. Those are great. Those are fun. Those are fun. But and you think, like, they the- can't be only that. No, I think it should be a little bit of each, and that's what makes a composite of a person. Mm-hmm. It can't be all one thing. It's not like if you can't play golf every day, you can't play tennis every day, you can't go swimming every right. day. I think, uh, you know, you have to put in a little bit of what you're working at, what your goals are. You want to really talk about things and also have fun. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, take a chance. Go for a horseback ride. Right. Go, do, go for a mountain climb. Because that's climb. when you're going to do random stuff like that. Like, you can go with your friends, but I feel like normally with your friends, you're a little bit more like, oh, we'll just hang out, do dinner, like whatever it is. I feel like on dates, you kind of go outside your comfort zone to break the ice with people. Well, that's true. I think that's true. And I think that's good. Yeah. But then after a while, it has to be that you enjoy each other's company. Right. It's not just the activity is fun. It's like depends on the person. Okay, wait. So let's talk about your relationship because we were getting to that a little bit. Um, How long have you been married again? Married 57 years. Wow, what's yeah. the secret? That is not that is a long time between covers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so how did you meet? We met our fam we were a blind date. Our two families uh distantly knew each other. And I had So just, wait, you mean they had randomly connected one day and said, Let's set them up? My aunt and yeah, my aunt and um my husband's parents were friendly. They had uh, the two men had served in the war together. They were in the navy in World War II, so they knew each other. And they met at a party, and they they said, "We have a nephew, and I have a niece, and maybe they would like each mm-hmm. other." So, so, can we hear the story of the first date? The first date. The first date was really nice. I lived in uh, in the suburbs, and he lived in a different suburb over the over the Triborough Bridge. Mm-hmm. And he came over. We we went out for dinner, and uh, we had a very very nice time. Uh, you know, he wasn't my type because I sort of liked a wilder guy. Wait, what is wild though? Oh, I liked a guy who would be gambling and running around and gambling. going to dis- yeah when went to discos in those days he was not a dancer right. and he was very quiet he didn't go out and well he went out but he liked sports he was more into into liking 
golf matches and tennis and baseball. Okay. And I had no interest in sports. Same. Preaching um, to the choir. But you know what? I, I listened to him and it was a pleasant date. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I was dating somebody else at the same time. He right. was like a Thursday or a Friday night date. Right, I right. Don't know what oh, wait. Was. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Like, because when I was seeing somebody, you were like, where is he on Friday and Saturday night? Right. That used to be the most important. That's your, the top your tier. prime guy yeah. was Saturday night. Your second top guy was always Friday night. And during the week was just, forget it. That was maybe <laughs> just going for a hamburger. Right, right, and right. you weren't really interested. And he and she, he wasn't interested in you that much. Yeah. So, um, and then after a while, you fit a slot. You would go out four or if five you liked Saturdays him, in a row. Right. If you liked him on Wednesday you and could you had push a great him up day, to you Friday. Could, okay, got it. You could push him up. Got it. You could push him up. Okay. Um, and then we went out on a second date. It was a big date. Mm-hmm. We went to theater in the yep. city. And uh, that was a big thing because we had to come into the city and we went for dinner and we went to a show. We mm-hmm. went to an off-Broadway show. Uh, he had gone to Harvard. So he this was a writer who had produced his own play and he mm-hmm. was it was off-Broadway. And we sat down and we saw the play and... I mean, I got up from the play at the end and I said, God, this was the most awful thing I ever saw. And he said, it's brilliant. (laughs) So I figured, you know, this guy quietly in my brain, I said, this guy is definitely not for me. And uh, we went home and then I didn't hear from him. And I figured, oh, you know what, it's fine. Yeah, but you didn't feel that spark then on the first date. Because you know how in movies they say. No, I had no spark. Yeah. I had no spark. Uh, You know, we liked each other. He was very pleasant. Right. He was pleasant. Uh, I actually didn't think it was going anywhere, mm-hmm. to be very truthful, because we really weren't coming from the same type of schools. We didn't have the same interests. Okay. Um, the only thing we had going was probably our families were in the same socioeconomic. Right. And you're um, both Jewish. And... and we were both Jewish. Right. Well, that was very important, because I really didn't date anybody that wasn't Jewish. Mm-hmm. We, that was, you know, a different time. It was very hard to, coming from a... Um, uh, a community where we basically stayed within our own community, went to colleges, went to sororities and fraternities that were basically based on religious yeah. affiliation. Right. And, well, also, you know, that's no longer You were a- saying you were only dating for, if you imagine yourself marrying that person. Right. You dated and if you know you want to marry a Jewish person, then why waste your time dating people who aren't? Well, well, our families just didn't approve of that. Yeah. You just didn't do it. It yeah. wasn't something that you did. And it was very hard to be very truthful. And I'm going to, I mean, this was not everybody. Mm-hmm. I can't generalize, mm-hmm. but I would say most of my friends, you didn't have the opportunity to even meet somebody that perhaps was out of uh, your religious so base. Crazy. You know, it was a, it was really, even in, in universities, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I dated some non-Jewish kids in high school. Because I came from a mixed uh, town. Mm -hmm. But once I went to college, I never really, we didn't mingle. So you didn't have the opportunity to to, uh, have an interfaith relationship. Mm. So that was different. So wait, so finish the Broadway show So anyway, we went to this show, we went home, and that was the end of it. I didn't hear from him, and I was sort of, I said to my mom, this this guy was not for me. He's Mm -hmm. too intellectual. So uh, about a month, and I was going out with some other people Mm -hmm. and having fun. And... uh, I think about a month later, the phone rang, and he was on the phone. And um, he said, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't call you back. I said, oh, gosh, I thought you died. I, I really thought you died. There, I, I never had a guy not call me back. Right. I might not have liked him, but they usually called me back. Sure. And um, he said, no. And then he went through the whole story that his family uh, went to see the show, and his mother, who was 
Phi Beta Kappa from Wellesley said the show was fabulous. And his father, who graduated Harvard, said that was the stupidest show I've ever seen. <laughs> just like you. Just like me. And since I was a lowly grad from Syracuse, I, can't, I couldn't compare myself to going to Harvard. But he evidently felt the same way. And... Um, he so he basically, father, right. well, he, he basically figured if his father, he knows his father wasn't stupid, mm-hmm. so he'd give me another chance. Right. And uh, I guess we started going out again, and three months later, we were engaged. Three months? Uh-huh. That and is so quick. That was So quick. then how did you know he was the one versus the other people you're going out with? Well, I looked at him. I looked at him. He was nice. He loved me. He was always, he was showering me with all kinds of compliments wherever we could, he always wanted to do things that would please me. And there was no conversation about going to bed with him. That wasn't even an issue. That is so crazy and, to me. Um, we, uh, we got along and we said, you know what? He graduated from business school and mm-hmm. I was graduating college and we got married. Yeah. That was it. Wow. Okay. So let's hear about your dating life before Oh my gosh. Poppy. We, I mean, we're going to, we have so many episodes ahead of us where we'll really have time to tell lots of stories. How many, realistically, how many guys do you think you dated before him? Oh my gosh, maybe 30. Dating. But one seriously. 30 ever. I mean, that's a good amount. Yeah, I think my serious ones, I had one serious one at university. Right. And two very serious ones when I came back to New York. Okay. Who I should have married if it was in today's world. Because they, they, they were much more intense. They were much more emotional. It was a much more... Uh, but they didn't fit into um, what my parents mm-hmm. felt was the right uh, format for me to go. The right path. That's the right word. The right path. They were either... Uh, uh, they just weren't what my parents envisioned. Okay. And in those days, you listened to what, if your right. father said, this isn't the guy for you, you just didn't go. You just didn't go So out they were thinking them. of a specific type for you? Yes, absolutely. And your type was different than what they thought? Well, I think my type that I that I fell in love with wasn't, the, wasn't exactly the type that they wanted. But Which was know. what? Like the wild guy you were saying? Well, wild and one was more adventuresome and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, would take off and do things. Uh, he would go off skiing, for, uh, you know, and wanted me to go with him. And, and you know, think my parents That's didn't fun. approve of that. So, um, but it turned out, you know, for the better. I mean, exactly. in my case. Your parents know what's right a lot right, of the time. But, but it, for many of my friends who got married at exactly the same time as mm-hmm. I did, the um, five couples that we started out with, we're the only ones still married. Right. So sometimes it works, sometimes uh-huh. it doesn't. So what do you think then that my type is? Or do you think oh, I now, have one? I don't know. what I think your type is, what your type is, is something that's in your mind. I think you don't have a type from what I've seen, except that most of them are not exactly my type. So I can't, I, I <laughs> can't do judge them. I can't judge them. Um the ones in high school were destructive. Uh, the one in college was very sweet, but yeah. not a long-term uh, uh, thing because mm-hmm. of so many reasons. Yeah. Not because anything was wrong with him. No. He was a lovely young man. Yeah. I actually think you're too much interested in the artistic and not into the realistic. You yeah. have to see how is somebody going to make me happy in life. But I am a 
creative person and I creative people are a disaster well but it's kind of like you're well I don't know like sometimes I like some but my last relationship was someone who was logical and brought me down to earth which is why I feel like it worked for the time that it did but it's also like some people that I've dated who are super out there quirky creative is so Fun it's fun. It, it's definitely fun. You're like does in your make, own world. But does that make does that make a long term relationship? I think those can be dates, and I they don't can know. be very interesting. But you never know. You could be a a, 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 a creative liaison together, and you do right, wonderful like things together. I can't. I can't answer that. That's up. That you, you can only answer that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you've seen me dating during the pandemic, especially now that we're living together. I can come back on a few dates and debrief with you. Um, Well, so far, there's nobody fabulous. No. We have not found a person. And I say we because it is a group effort here. Um, You've seen me rely on the apps, which you don't know. Which I don't approve of. Yeah, you don't know, though, how they work, right? No. I don't know how they work, but I don't know who. There could be a mass murderer on those apps. Who I think usually people? you see if you have Who a mutual friend with them. I, I don't know. I love when people, uh, friends recommend friends. I'm always uh, always the first person to think that maybe somebody should know somebody and recommend somebody. Yeah, but the ones that have been recommended be we've too. seen go down the shithole too. That could be terrible too. So there's no there's So no wait, guarantee. before you judge though, let's go through the dating apps just so I can explain to you the differences because I feel like that'll come up. Let's start with Hinge because I feel like that's the most common for a lot of my friends. It's the app. They say it's designed to be deleted because it's like the idea is that you're supposed to find a relationship eventually on it and delete the app, right? Or delete the entire app. Do you understand? It's like the you, you go on there, po- you meet, the you, you meet your and person, then, and then you the then goal you, is that you won't need the app anymore. I won't need another person. Okay. So it's kind of like the relationship app. It's more than just a fling or a hookup. But do they have do they have guidelines? But that you have to be into certain categories yes. before you can sign up. So you can no no you can have preferences to okay. choose what you want okay. in your partner, which all we'll right. go through in a second. But let let me explain all the different ones. Okay. The hookup kind of app, which I've never been on, but it's really if you just want someone to essentially have sex with, is Tinder. Okay. Then there's Raya, which is a little bit more exclusive. It's like a lot of celebrities are on it. Um, Or if you're just kind of like a connected person, I'm on that and I've found it to have some good people, Um, but it's a little bit more weirdos, which I would like and you wouldn't probably. Bumble, that's where girls make the first move. So you can only match with somebody if the girl reached out. Um, I've never been on that one. Then there's this new one called Locks Club. Remember I was telling you it's like all Jews? Yes. It's an, So it's like it's like Raya. It's exclusive like that, except it's only for – You have to be Jewish. Yeah, you have on. to be Jewish. Which, so that's really it. So I think – I want to also go to synagogue and meet people. <laughs> that is true. But you can't see every – when you go to synagogue and you're in a room with them – you're not going to synagogue okay, so often. you're right. During the pandemic, no. But even if it wasn't the pandemic, you're going in the room. I can't – on the app, I can see that person, where they went to college, their age, well, where there they live. There is such a thing as talking now. Yeah, but go, why talk to somebody, well, waste your time, and realize, oh, they don't even fit into my categories? Well, unless you're running General Motors, I mean, you do have some extra time. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so do you want to go through my preferences okay. on Hinge? Let's start with age range. What do you think I put? Oh, I think you put 25 to 30. Oh, no, I put 25 to 34. Okay. Do you think that's too old? No. 
I think 10 years is fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not ideal, but I feel like I don't want to, if the perfect person is on there and they're 34, I'm not going to be like, no. No, that's good. That's good. Okay. Religion, I have Jewish. Right. So I'm only going to see Jewish people okay. on the app. I think that works. What about height? Well, you're short. I know. <laughs> so you could go anywhere. I'd say up to 6'2". Five, five, yeah. five, six. Five, six? Well, they could be Sorry, short. Sorry, no shade to those people. I think but... you had one boyfriend, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in high school when what? I was short. I mean, when we were all short, I don't like know. middle school. Five, all right, so say think, five, seven. But here's the thing. If Good things put, come in small packages. Okay, like I would put five, eight as the – because I think people lie always and give themselves an extra inch. All right. And then okay. five, seven is well, – What like are you going to say you are? I say I'm five, two. Oh, that's right. I But as a girl, it doesn't matter. Okay. So – and then you, also on an app, you have prompts. So besides your preferences, when someone goes to your profile, I'll yeah. show you my profile. Oh, those are pretty pictures. Thanks. Those are nice. Do you think they're good ones? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, some with your friends. Your friend is pretty too. I know. Well, I think um, <laughs> it's good to do at least one picture with a friend. Okay, good. Because then you don't look like a loser. Well, Kimberly, you're very professional. You know how to do that. I know. So my answers, I have a few prompts here. So for example... You should not go out with me if you don't want to watch Disney movies on date night. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. What is he, two years old? I love Disney. It's a non-negotiable. Oh, well, then if it's a non-negotiable, you've got to go with somebody very, very young. Maybe it's maybe a 12-year-old. Oh. That I but would like, definitely take off. But I like young off. at heart. I would take that off, especially somebody who's 34 who's watching Disney. You better take them immediately to the psychiatrist. Really? Oh, no. I don't know about that one. Okay, I'm keeping it. Um, this year, I really want to. I this one's kind of a joke. I put follow more dogs than people on Instagram. All right, that's cute. Like just to be kind of funny. Hope you don't talk about the Bachelor on this thing. Oh, I always do. <laughs> people love talking about the Bachelor. There is nobody normal that is going to call you on a date. <laughs> Maybe is, that's why I get so people terrible. who are really. No wonder you have the worst people calling you. <laughs> That's the worst profile I've ever seen in my life. What would be better? I'm looking for someone who could be a friend and love my no, family. Like no. You have to be cute and funny. No, that's not cute and funny. <laughs> this is bad. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really bad. If I saw that profile, it would have, I don't know who that would appeal to. Maybe a high school junior. Shit. Well, maybe I have to rework that. I think you need to get a more sophisticated profile. Ugh. I also wonder something about dating apps because it's like, let's say you're seeing somebody for a few weeks, you've gone on a few dates with them, and then you're swiping through because you're still see looking right. for other people, and Correct. I'm sure they are too, and you see that they've updated their profile, like they changed. Then they're not that into you. You think? <laughs> yes. So a guy I had been seeing for a few months um, over the pandemic you probably know who I'm talking about. He had updated his profile on one of them. And well, I he was never into you. Oh. So I don't really, I, this is just, this is crazy conversation. He, no, Grandma, why would, if he wasn't into me, why would we go out so many times? Because he had nothing else to do and he did it when it was convenient for him. His was no, never but, a priority. He that never goes back had to, to our, say. That goes back to our old thing. You were not a top priority. So that those kind of people you eliminate before it goes on for a couple of months. You see that they're not taking you, they're not calling you and saying, "Let's go out Friday and Saturday night." Not 
uh, well, my friends are in town from L.A., and I'll see you when they leave. That's nonsense. If he liked you, he'd say, come along with my friends. So at some point you but have to – But then why can, why would he continue to want to hang out well, he, that, for he so only long? Want, he and only say, no, wanted, no, no. He, he was, was convenient. He it would say, convenient. like, you don't, you, it could be convenient, but then there's a level of being like, yeah, I really like you, and like checking in, asking well, how work was, went, going out of your way with somebody. Well, I, why I, do that then? That, that, that could be his modus operandi. Some, pe- some people are just not sincere. They're just, they're just asking those questions because they feel that that's the questions they should be asking. If somebody really, really likes you, and forget the app. Once you've gone on the app and you've made the, the acquaintance, you should be able to be honest. And if somebody says, well, I'll see you in two weeks, how much mm-hmm. commitment could he have? I mean, he evidently has one thing if he's waste... flying to Europe on a vacation. Uh, I mean, for work-related yeah. things. But this was not the case. I think that this guy strung you along. Okay, so besides dating apps, there are terms that people in, in millennials and Gen Z that they use when they talk about dating. Okay. I feel like you probably won't know a lot of them, but I'm going to, like, be using well, test them. test me. Test me. Okay. Sliding into the DMs. I have no idea. <laughs> Is that a, a driver's motor vehicle? Direct messages. So, on Instagram. Oh, I don't know what Instagram is. Oh, it's a social media app. Okay. <laughs> um, somebody can send me a direct message, let's say. Okay. So, no one else would see it. It's like a private a chat. private Okay. And usually someone will slide into your DMs because they're interested in you. All right. Excuse my grandma. She's still learning what it's like to date in 2021. Are you some kind of professional? Do you know what it means to leave somebody on red? I don't know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, this is what is this a traffic situation? No, red, like R E A D. Like you, like, like you, you read, you yeah, read so, something. Yeah. So you know how on text messages, like if you, it'll say red if the person has read the text message. Oh yes, yes. So let's say a. I text somebody and I see that they've read it, but they don't respond to me. They're choosing not to respond. So if I was like to this guy we were just talking about, if I was like, hey, do you want to hang out on Saturday? And he didn't respond to me, but I could see that he read the message. That's kind of a slap in the face. Okay. All right. So, you know, basically, but some people don't, some people don't take that for, they, they, they still keep going. So what do you do if he keeps sending you a message and you and, and you read it and you still don't reply? Um, that does anybody to me ever, all the time. I know, I know. This is not good. So I think the answer is you have to reply and say I'm not interested or I'm busy or I'm seeing somebody. But thanks. That's so it. that's getting into our next thing, which is ghosting. Uh oh. Ghosting is literally exactly when like you're texting with somebody, um, let's say, and then some person just stops and they're seeing your messages clearly but not responding to you and without any warning of like, hey, I don't see um, us having a connection anymore or like I don't want to go out anymore. They just ghost. Well, do you believe in one that? More hurt- no, I don't think – I think it's all very hurtful. I think all this is just it, – it's too much online and too much stuff. Somebody should pick up the phone and open t- – just turn on your phone and say, listen, I, I If I, I got a phone call from a guy yes. and they said, hey, um, we went on one date. I just wanted to let you know I don't see a connection with you. I would oh, be I don't like, think what somebody, the fuck? I, right, I don't think somebody does that. Yeah. That somebody doesn't do that. But if somebody calls you a second time and you've decided you're not going to go out with somebody, you have to just, I would be nice, but I would say. You don't owe anybody anything. 
Like, no, if you no. didn't have a good time with them, you do not owe them a phone no, call. No, you don't owe them a phone call. But if they call you again and ask you again, then I think you have to answer them. Yeah, it's but you can not... answer them on text. You don't have to well, call Well, what would your answer be? Oh, I hated you? You have to right. just be nice and say, thanks very much, but I don't, I, you know, I, I think I'm I'm not going to pursue this uh, relationship. I don't even know if that's very nice. Well, yeah, I don't that's know what thing. you would say. So now there's this whole movement of anti-ghosting. For okay. years, people were saying, ghosting, it's the best thing to do. You right. disappear, you never have to deal with it again. Right. Now people are saying, I think we're getting a little healthier in 2020, 2021, of, I think that people should be sending anti-ghosting texts, which is what we're talking about, right. of, hey... I just, it wasn't there it for wasn't me. For, right, right. You're a great person. A little more, exactly. But. Um, it's a little more civilized. sometimes you can even come up with an excuse of like, I'm seeing somebody or right. I'm not ready to be dating again. Right. I just oh. broke up. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Giving somebody something instead right. of, because otherwise they'll be like, oh. Maybe she didn't get my message. She didn't get my message. Right. She's busy. She right. has a lot going on with work. I'll wait. I'll ask her again in a month. Whatever right. it is. Right. Correct. You know that I've been in these situations I think that's sort of a good idea. Actually, just received right. a message from a guy who I've been ghosting being like I really want to try this with you and I've told him that I don't want to try it I think you have to I think you have to send that same message again I'm sorry uh, uh, uh my answer would be oh I'm seeing somebody now sorry um then there's DTR it's like the defi- venereal disease <laughs> no what is that like an STD yeah no oh um it's to define the relationship talk DTR. That, that what, needs you, to take a time to define the relationship. I think you know when that t- that talk should take place. It shouldn't take place on a third date with somebody who you're just casually having dinner with. Mm-hmm. That that takes time, and yeah, especially I think, today, I think yeah, you're going to have a physical relationship, you're going to have an emotional relationship. I don't think you should jump into that. However, if something is going on for six months and you see that nothing's happening, correct. then that, that has that's to when go, you have the DTR. To, exactly, that's and a I think very good thing. People know that, I, and yeah. I think it has to happen. Oh, right? I think it definitely has to happen because you can't, after six months, assume this is my boyfriend. Now you have correct. to have the conversation. Well, not only your boyfriend. If there's going to be anything even further than your boyfriend, if you so desire it, right. I mean, some people just want to go on from relationship to relationship and, and not make major commitments in their lives, right. especially if you're in your early 20s. There's some people who went in their early 20s or mid-20s say, no, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is enough. I've had enough of these kind of relationships. I don't want it anymore. I want one relationship that'll continue. Yeah. So that's and a personal. I think it's very personal. You know, it's it's very personal. And it's a lot of the time, I think it comes from the female like, that's a generalization, but I really I think, think right. it's true. I the, think you're the right. The what are we talk. No guy's trying to be exclusive what are we before necessary. I think you're right. Especially in today's day and age when a lot of the uh, the men don't really know about, especially today, don't know about their economic positions unless they're financially true. secure. I mean, this is a very hard time for couples to really say, you know what, let's go off into the blue and get married and have, and have a relationship mm-hmm. only with each other because they don't know if they can afford their apartment they can go move into a house they can have children they, they don't know anymore yeah but unfortunately this happens in stages in another year nobody will remember this a few more terms here okay netflix and chill well that i know netflix yeah. is my favorite <laughs> but do netflix and chill i don't know what chill is just chilling it people used to say that it was around when netflix was becoming popular netflix and chill you would invite somebody over to basically come over to hook up Oh, because you would, you I'd be hooked Netflix. up all day. <laughs> I'd be happy to have a relationship all day long. Wait, what do you mean? 
Oh, you, because all I you do watch is Netflix. I watch Netflix. <laughs> it's usually an excuse, like, oh, come, we'll binge this series together, and it's just a, oh, like, that's, that's nice. If you like the person, fine. Yeah, Netflix and chill is amazing. We all love right. that. Okay. Um, basics with apps, swiping left versus swiping right. I don't know. I've never done an app. Okay, so swiping right is when you like someone, oh. like you, ex- and swiping okay. left, you don't. Okay. Doesn't matter. Um, Can they see it? No. Oh, okay. Cuffing season. What is this, like Like the cows are coming into the pasture? What? No. What are they doing? Cuffing season is like when it gets cold out and everyone starts coupling up and wanting a relationship. Oh, coupling? I thought no, you said cuffing. Cuffing. Cuffing? Like a handcuff. Oh, I think that sounds terrible. It's like cuffing season. It's getting cold. You you don't want to be single and go out. You just want like to find somebody. All right. So you okay. cuff. You get you cuff. Okay, doesn't matter. A you up text when someone resp- when someone gets a text saying you up at like midnight. Oh, uh, mi- right, right. That's you a shouldn't late have your phone on anyway. <laughs> that's a late night hookup. Well, that's no good. Right. That's no good. That's somebody who just can't go to sleep. That's somebody who wants a fuck Take buddy a and not a relationship. Right. Take a Tylenol. Take, take an Ambien and go to sleep. <laughs> exactly, bed. and go to sleep. And you use all of these terms to play the game, right? Like, it's a way about going a relationship. For example... Well, that's why people's relationships are in such trouble today. Yeah, playing... I mean, it's not It's not a healthy game. No, no this one, whole thing no. is not healthy. It's not healthy, but if you want to date in 2021, you play the game. Sometimes. Unless, you know, now it's kind of hot not to play the game. If somebody is like, no bullshit, like, right. I like you, I don't like you. Right. Kind of like I that nowadays. I sort of nowadays. like that now. Me too. But for a while it was like, okay, I got this text from him. I have to wait five to ten minutes before sending my next one. Then he responds. Then I can wait two minutes. There's actually calculated. Well, this is, this is going back to the 50s kind of dating. Well, maybe we'll kiss tonight and mm-hmm. then maybe I'll let him touch me tomorrow. And then, I mean, th- this is too much of a game. I think today we shouldn't have all these games. Yeah. Okay, pop quiz. What does it mean when someone cuts contact with you and stops responding to texts? Oh, I forgot already. I forgot. <laughs> ghosting. <laughs> ghosting. Oh, ghosting. Don't give me any quizzes. I'm going to fail every one of these. So I do have a story kind of about ghosting, which we were just touching on, that essentially I had gone on like four or five dates with this guy. We just kissed once. That was it. Okay, good. I was not emotionally invested this is the this is the letter boy. Oh, <laughs> the letter boy! But uh, he's gonna go down in, in infamy. Oh, for, yes, the infamous letter boy. Um, by the fifth date, I was like, okay, I definitely don't feel anything. But I think it's okay that it took me that long to make that I decision. I think that's that's fine. I shouldn't be in trouble for that at all. Um, I'm obviously now living here in Florida with you. This was going on right before, so I had sent the text, an anti-ghosting text of. I don't see it going further in this moment. I'm going to Florida. I've enjoyed getting to know you, but timing Perfect. isn't right. I, you know, it's just where my head is at right now. I hope you can understand. Correct. Very good. Thank you. That was great. So Very he, mature. <laughs> he responded, I'm entirely surprised by this. I don't know where this is coming from. We need to talk right now. I'll meet you wherever, when, no, this whenever. Is this is not good. <laughs> no, not good. Getting so serious. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry you're surprised, but, like, I'm not sure what else there is to say. I don't hear a response. Suddenly, the next day, I get a notification from my building that something was dropped off in the lobby. (laughs) This is not good either. (laughs) No. And I'm like, is this, like, could it be something, like, what if it's a bomb? (laughs) I don't think it's a bomb, but it could be not a nice thing that he said. You know, what I was thinking it could be, this is, like, savage, but if it was, like, 
asking to write out a check of like all the dinners that he had sent me for me to like pay <laughs> now to bought for me you're you're working over i know much. well no i was going over my head i'm like what the fuck and then i was like what if he's still downstairs i don't want to go down and get the letter that's more reasonable i can right. understand but that. i do i live in a dorm right. building so you and went down and got the letter. i get the letter so basically the letter was very very serious he he signed his full name so like he liked you much more than than you liked him. That was the bottom line in this kind of thing. This is this is going back to where the other guy was that you were talking about before. Sometimes one party likes the other party more. So how do you handle it how gracefully? Do you handle it? How do you handle it? I don't know. Do you think somebody closure is the gets, answer? I don't know. I think somebody always gets hurt in these relationships, whether it be the woman or the man. I think unfortunately that's something we can't. We just try to end it as nicely as we can without hurting the other person. And I think the evidently one is more invested in the other and you just got to figure out in your own way how to end it really as a mature adult. Yeah. Wait, so question, when you were dating, was there such thing as a At, ghosting? No, there wasn't such a thing. No, because no, we, not didn't the term. To, we didn't have But I'm saying was there ghosting in the sense it's like someone could call you and you just don't pick up the phone and never give them an explanation? Well, it, oh, no, I don't think there might there might have been. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But yeah. I th I think when we there were many many dates that I went on that I didn't like the fellow. So after a couple of times, but I, they always called you. They always called me back. That's I never what had. If they, would they call you if they didn't like you? And if they didn't like me, they wouldn't have called back. So then okay, we wait. So they never on. just call and be so like, "That was a really nice." Like, don't you have to call and say thank you for dinner? No. Okay. No, we never did that. No, if someone pays for my dinner now, we I were, always send. See, a thank we expected box. that the women never paid for themselves mm. in in the olden days. Yeah. I mean, it was always the man. Well, actually, who, a girlfriend of mine, um, she's been going on dates as well. She's single, and um, she usually what you do on a date, you go out with somebody, with the check comes, you offer. and you offer to split. Right, correct. And the guy ninety nine point nine percent right. of the time says, "Oh my gosh, don't even worry, it's on me," and right. you say, "Thank you." Correct. And then you send a thank you text later, thanks again for dinner. Right. Perfect. That's very That's, nice. But my girlfriend recently, she went on a date and she did the, can I split it with you? And, and he said, said yes. sure. Well, fine. First of all, perhaps, and I don't know this particular young man, mm -hmm. but he, perhaps economically he right. couldn't pay the whole bill. And maybe that's the one thing I always say to you and to, mm -hmm. to my any younger person that I've ever come in contact, be very careful uh, that you... Don't order the most expensive thing right. on a menu, which a lot of people do. You know, you can't expect no somebody to pay mac for and cheese, tr no, no truffle, steak, no lobster. I mean, yeah. you know, chicken is good. Piece of uh, you fish know. is expensive usually. Well, then don't have the fish either. Pasta. Whatever, but be, good. be 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 considerate until you know the person's financial mm -hmm. situation. In this but case, where your like friend, if the guy really couldn't split one dinner. Like, no, but should sometime, he not have gone there? Well, maybe her? he wasn't just into her. True. No, but and I think might they did go out that. again. Well, if they went out again, then it could be fi more financial do than you, think, you really realize. Do you think, like, if he really liked her, he would have paid for the dinner in full? No, sometimes he, he couldn't. Maybe he didn't have enough cash. Maybe right. he felt he was he was insecure about but it. But oh, I actually just remembered it wasn't about that because he was talking about his maid and his like. Oh well, then he he, then he's cheap. <laughs> then, he, then he's a cheap son of a gun. And I'm not sure I would have given him a second date. I know. I got to talk to her about that. Um, so I think. That's it for the episode. Oh, Kim, this was fun. This was I great. I enjoyed it. Great combo. I don't um, know if anybody's going to even understand about my dating, but I hope they they had a good time and we had fun. And we're going to go over so much more in future episodes. Um, 
please write in if you have questions for my grandma or me and you want advice. We'd love to hear it. And you'll get no old dates. What? No what? No old dates can write in. Oh, are your old dates alive? Yeah, they're alive. They're not kicking, but they're alive. <laughs> um, my old dates, feel free to slide into my DMs. I still love you. Okay. <laughs> For any questions you want to ask, you can email us at excusemygrandma at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Kim Merstein. That's K-I-M-M-U-R-S-T-E-I-N. And uh, see you next week. And Grandma says bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.